Hey, everybody. We are starting the other side of Delighting in the Disciplines, which is the disciplines of letting go, practices and habits of letting go of some things in our life. And the one today is going to be news to some of your ears. And for others of you, it is going to be a major challenge. Uh, We had a great conversation around it and really got into what is the purpose of why we let go of um, this and what God is doing through this. So hope it's helpful for you as you grow in your relationship with the Lord. Hello and welcome to the Fathom Beyond Sunday podcast. I am Christina Scott here with lead pastor of Fathom Church, Kyle Nelson. Ready to talk habits and practices, excited about this this new season. Yes, we are delighting today in a discipline of letting go, a discipline of abstinence or of letting go, but we're delighting in it. We are. (laughs) Right. What What is something actually like right now you actually delight in letting go of? Like, is there something that's like that? It's easy to let go of. Uh, dishes. Dishes, right? I mean, let, let go of chores, right? <laughs> Responsibilities. <laughs> Let's let go of traffic. Let go. Yeah, right. Let's let, I mean, sure. There's there are, plenty of There things. are some things that are really easy to let go. Bills. <laughs> Bills, right? I'm very happy to have that car paid off, right? Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. There's yeah. other things that are really hard, just personally and practically, mm-hmm. to let go of. Right. So today we're going to talk about one of the, the first discipline of letting go. Yeah. So our first discipline of letting go uh, is solitude. So you guys, if you were with us with the, in the last podcast, we were talking about celebration. Celebration doesn't have to be in a big gathering, but typically yeah. you're celebrating yeah, you're along with other people, right? Or you're, you're sharing in yeah. celebration. And so we thought it might be interesting to talk about solitude, you know, um, coming off of celebration because they're both spiritual practices mm-hmm. um, and and both necessary in in our lives. So solitude, we're letting go of. Yeah, well, people, people. <laughs> we're letting go of our surroundings. We're, yeah. we're isolating ourselves. We're letting go of. Yeah, I think our, our to do list. Yeah, our to do list, our productivity. Yeah. It, it's not when we say solitude. It's not really just about being alone. It's about all the other factors that right. come with our presence in the midst of everybody. Yeah, yeah. we were talking about how um, silence and solitude feel like maybe sometimes people would use those interchangeably that being in solitude, like maybe, maybe a mom of three kids who is, has been all touched out today, right? Oh, they're going to love this one. <laughs> they're going to be walking into the room, be like, I need to practice this spiritual Pastor discipline <laughs> of solitude. Pastor said right. so. How uh, many? <laughs> <laughs> that uh, It is necessary for my spiritual life to practice solitude. And I would tell her husbands the same thing. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So, but that silence and solitude, right? This idea that silence and solitude are maybe um, interchangeable. They're, they're really, they're connected, but they're not the same thing. They're not the same thing because you can be alone and separated while with having worship music on, right? That's not silence, but it is, it can be solitude. You Mm -hmm. can be alone. Um, Maybe, 
maybe solitude for you, you're, you're doing baby steps and it's like, a drive in the car from here to there or something. Yeah. We're not, we're not talking about a castaway thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, like where you're going crazy and like, you know, um, it can look like a lot of different things. There's all kinds of different formats and ways to, to do this. Um, but it's a practice. It's a habit of, um, not just being alone, but practicing solitude. And the goal of it is, is not just to be alone. It's right. not, it's to reconnect to the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, to hear his voice. Yes. It, it's amazing when all the other noise turns down, um, when there's not two or three kids mm-hmm. and lots of to-do lists in front of us and a phone that will not right. stop Yeah. in our hand 24-7. Mm-hmm. When that's not there, right? So don't try to do solitude with your phone. It won't work very long. That's not what mm-hmm. we're talking about. But when you get away, it's like God's voice gets really loud really quick. Yeah. Um, it's just like, wow, like I can't hear you, but so many times it's drowned out by the people, by the stuff, by the noise. And again, silent solitude do work hand in hand, but they're separate disciplines in themselves. Um, but it's one we need so desperately. And one we see Jesus model quite vividly throughout the new Testament. For sure. Just not every single time. I'd really like to map it out and kind of pattern, you know, how many times Jesus withdrew to lonely places. I need to look at that. Um, But he withdrew often. And actually the scripture says he often withdrew to lonely places. He withdrew. And most of the time these come after a major something was taking place. Right. Um, A major kind of to do with some Pharisees, major uh, ministry moments or miracles Mm -hmm. that took place. He withdrew, withdrew, um, and that's an important thing for us. I even told our staff after we just had our big anniversary service, I was like, I know it's tough. I know it's going to be tough in the busyness of everything, but I, I need you. I want you. I want to encourage you to do what Jesus did. Withdraw. Like find some time. If it's two hours, if it's half a day, if it's whatever you got, like withdraw. Make sure you get that time to reconnect and refresh. Yeah, and I think I think it's important um, if, if there are any other maybe extroverts like me listening to this, and solitude can almost sound like a scary word to us, um, that... Especially if you're lonely. Right. Well, that's... I guess that, the last yeah. thing I'm going to do right now is get along, right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. This idea that... I just want to make the very clear distinction that solitude is not the same thing as isolation. Right. Because solitude 100%. is is intentional... And it is withdrawal, reconnecting yeah. with the Lord, right? It's it's this this intentional time, and isolation is very very often a wedge that the enemy wants to For put sure. between us and the Lord. Solitude is in the hands of the Lord. Absolutely. Yeah, isolation is in the hands of the enemy. Yeah, sure. and so I just I that I I don't want you to hear solitude and think isolation. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Or already be isolated and be like, I'm right where God wants me. I'm in a season of solitude. And that's actually, we never see Jesus, I mean, other than his temptation in the wilderness, Mm -hmm. which is a very clear moment and in his transition into engaging in the the ministry hour, if you Mm -hmm. will. Um, That that was a season, more of a wilderness season, even than intentional solitude. It was different theological thing taking place there. Right, right. Um, 
And so, yeah, I, I don't think we go through long seasons of solitude. We, we may have seasons of non-active, visible presence. Mm-hmm. That, that's even different. Um, but that's probably a, a story for another day. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah, I mean, like even just in looking at, right, if we look back at Old Testament, like what you had talked about on our last podcast about how um, the Lord set up seasonally for people to gather and things mm-hmm. like that, right? Like it was there were, there are these celebrations and there are these like times of remembrance. So even, even by the calendar that the Lord set up, (laughs) you know, um, ages and ages ago, he wasn't, he wasn't intending for his people to be isolated. Yeah. He wasn't intending for his people to, like you said, the season of solitude. There's, I mean, for sure there can be seasons of practicing solitude and practicing is not the same thing as just full blown, like, I've locked myself off from the world. It's no secret that isolation is a torture mm-hmm. oh. thing. It's a torture. I mean, that's one of the, the worst forms of, of torture. Um, you know, there may be some moms who never get any time to themselves. Solitude feels like an absolute dream. Mm-hmm. Escape. <laughs> to dr- <laughs> like... I wish I could just use the bathroom all, right? <laughs> I know there's shower, somebody right? who's listening and like, that is my life. Um, and it feels like a, feels like a dream. So what does that, what does that look like? How do we get there? What, what I want to, I want to get into the practicals right. of this because it feels, okay, we've got the idea. Now, where do we go from here? Yeah. Well, I think so for me as a person who is not like this is something I had a conversation with a pastor uh, almost a year ago um, wherein he told me like, hey, just because you're an extrovert, like an extrovert doesn't make you like doesn't give you extra crowns in heaven, by the way. Like that's not the way <laughs> to be like that's right. not like the gold star of evangelism. It's yeah. just because you're an extrovert and you can handle a lot of that kind of stim you know what I mean? Like stimulus, yeah. yeah, like stimuli. <laughs> um, he was like, so, so check that off, you know, like, yeah. get that out of your head real quick. But also like, because you know this about yourself, you actually have to be more intentional to yeah. practice these things that are not in your, like that are not natural to you, yeah. that do not come naturally to you. So you are this verbal processor and you want to talk things out with someone, talk it out with the Lord. Mm-hmm. You know, get it, find a quiet place and you can talk it out. You can verbally process, yeah. but like be listening for what God is saying back to you instead of, you know, your BFF or your husband or, you know, whoever. Yeah. I mean, I'll tell you how this works around, you know, um, in our, in our life one, and I'm big on it. I talk about it pretty regularly. Um, I'm pretty big on the prayer walk. Mm-hmm. Like it, it is a time of, of solitude right. um, for me. Um uh, when we get into silence, I'll tell you how much I struggle with it. <laughs> I really do. Um, but but solitude is, is not hard for me because um, I'm, I'm slightly introverted. Um, but, man, it's a game changer. Uh, we, we Taryn and I will often, many times, we'll look at each other. Sometimes it's like it's because it's hit the point where it's like we know what needs to happen is you need some Jesus time by yourself. Like right. You, you need some alone time. Yeah. Like, Couples, like, you know when that time has hit, when it's like, we need Jesus, we need to go be with Jesus, <laughs> right? And <laughs> don't know how to say it any better than that or nicer would, than that. Would you like some alone time? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's I'd like it. to release you to go <laughs> be alone, <laughs> right? 
<laughs> that sounds like a really bre- bad way to break up with someone. <laughs> said I would like to release you to like, solitude. I feel like you need some alone time, right? So, so oh, good. but I've said that to my kids, right? I've said, uh-huh. hey, you need right. some alone time. Right. Um, because it is like withdrawing allows us time to process. And some of us were just constant, nonstop intake stimuli. Mm-hmm. And our, our time with the Lord is flyby. And so building a discipline or a practice or a habit of solitude, you know, that can look like a full day retreat, a two day, 48 hours away. Um, or that can look like, you know, a five minute walk around the block in silence yeah, or, or simply sitting in your office chair mm-hmm. um, at the bit, wee hours of the morning and just sitting still in the yeah. quiet and still of the morning. It's so hard. If you ever even try to do it for one minute or two minutes, just stillness. Because mm-hmm. the reason I, I end up moving, my solitude is moving because I struggle with the stillness part of it. Yeah. That's a whole nother discipline, right? Um, that I don't even think we're going to talk about in this whole series. But but just w- whatever it looks like, whatever it looks like, put one foot in front of the other and just watch and just expect God to meet you in that. Yeah. Expect to, um, you know, to to just unpack some things in your heart and in your chest. Most of us are afraid... Okay for quiet and solitude because we know there are some things that need to be dealt with. Whether we know this consciously or subconsciously, we fear silence and solitude because of what will be unearthed. Hmm. I mean, it's like the spring cleaning. Right. <laughs> you know? Right. Um, you know, it's the spring cleaning of our life. We know there's going to be some things that, gosh, it's going to take some work. To get. <laughs> right. That's going to take a lot of work, but also that if you've ever done spring cleaning, like, man, I didn't even know that was there. Right. I had no idea. Right. That was there. And you can breathe so much better after it's done, right? Mm-hmm. It's just like, oh, gosh. Yeah. The air is cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, just practically, obviously, like for most of us, it's going to take scheduling to do this two-day retreat or, uh, you know, even a half a day out of our lives to do that. But, but I mean, start small. Schedule five minutes, yeah. right? Like if you set an alarm. Put it, put it on the calendar, on your, absolutely. Yeah, you set an alarm or you put it in your in your planner and you're, it tells you like, hey, this is this is your 10 minutes, right? And maybe you start with five minutes, but like you, you psych yourself up a little bit for what this solitude is going to look like. You know, plan it in your time, really schedule it and know and value the importance, right? Value it because that is like what's in our schedule are the things that we're, we value. Yeah. And and don't schedule it to go shopping. For sure. That's no. not solitude, right? No. We're not, it's not just being by yourself. It's being alone with God. Right. Connecting with the Lord, listening, talking, praying, and just resting. Maybe take a journal with you mm-hmm. and just write. I think that's going to be one of the things we're going to talk about. Yeah. So down the road, um, this is an act, that's a discipline of activity, right? Um, sure. yeah. that we'll be looking at down the road. So, uh, all these, I think you're going to see how these just knit and like weave together and make up just this lifestyle, yeah. um, that is, is spiritually healthy and strong and is connected to our emotions. It's connected to our body. It's connected to our relationships. It's not just this, 
this kind of spiritual thing up there we need to reach for. Mm-hmm. But it's just this, I'm becoming who God's called me to be. And I'm, I feel more connected to God than what I've ever felt. Um, and it's not me taking control of that. It's me allowing God into all these facets of my life. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a really important distinction. It's not me taking control and I'm going to make me better. I'm a better person now. I'm a better Christian now. No, it's actually, again, a discipline of letting go. I'm actually letting go of all these things in order to let God feel that. Yeah. Let God meet me in the midst of this. And so when I return back to my vocation and my calling and my family and all the things, um, I'm, I'm more connected to him. I'm healthier. I'm, yeah. I'm wiser because I've spent time with him. I'm holier. Um, so, yeah, that, that's what we're after in this. I love that. I think that too, right? When we let go, right? We let go of our schedule a little bit. We let go of our to-do list a little bit. We let go even of our, you know, what's going to happen in those five minutes of our relationship or that day or that two days. There's so, it doesn't feel like, right? When we start this practice, there's maybe some anxiety, maybe some tension in it, but there's so much more peace. Yeah. There's so much more peace that comes on the other side of that. Yeah. Uh, that I think many times we look at it at, you know, on the other side of it and go, man, why didn't I start this sooner? Why didn't I do this earlier? Why didn't, why, why did my husband not release me to (laughs) solitude yesterday? Um, so I just, I'm, that's encouraging is that there really is like the Lord is the giver of, of peace. And even in those times when he's shaking stuff up and cleaning stuff out and the spring cleaning of our spirit and spring cleaning of our soul, um, there is peace on the other side of that. Yeah. Well, here's your challenge. Um, go get along with God. Yeah. You know, go try to find some solitude. Put it on your schedule. Talk to um, your spouse about it. Um, you know, let your kids know why you're doing this. Yeah. And Matt, I mean, just take those next steps. Practice it. Maybe even get to the place where you build a habit in your life. And uh, would love to hear just how this is going for you, uh, what you're struggling with this, how we can help you through all this. Um, yeah, so enjoying this uh, series. Looking forward to to uh, many more in the days to come. Yeah, next week we'll come back with another discipline of activity, uh, discipline of engagement, and and jump back in the conversation. If you have questions, you can always email those to info at fathom.church or you can text the keyword fathom to 97,000 and follow the prompts. We want to hear from you. Like this is something we're we're engaging in right now. We want to hear from you and how, you know, how it's affecting your life. If you you practice this this week, give us a shout, let us know. We are looking forward to seeing you back here next week. Nailed it. Love you.